You're listening to Comedy Central. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. All year, Republicans in Congress have been acting out. Marjorie Taylor Greene compared mask mandates to the Holocaust. Paul Gosar chopped off AOC's head in an anime video. And Mitt Romney, well, he went through that sexy goth phase. And now, Colorado's Lauren Boebert is under fire for a little stand-up routine that she's been doing about Ilhan Omar. There has still been no condemnation from Republican leaders after GOP Congresswoman Lauren Boebert made an Islamophobic comment about one of her Democratic colleagues in a new video. Congresswoman Lauren Boebert making an Islamophobic suicide bomber joke about being in an elevator with Congresswoman Ilhan Omar. I look to my left and there she is, Ilhan Omar. And I said, well, she doesn't have a backpack, we should be fine. Suggesting she was concerned Omar would blow up the elevator. We only had one floor to go and was like, do I say it or not? And looked over and I said, oh look, the Jihad Squad decided to show up for work today. Wow. You know, for something that offensive, that was one of the most boring stories I've ever heard. Because you realize basically she was like, so I'm on an elevator with a brown person and the whole time I'm having racist thoughts. The end. Now, if you're familiar with Lauren Boebert, hearing that she made some Islamophobic jokes about a fellow congressperson, that won't come as too much of a surprise for you. Because Boebert, like Marjorie Taylor Greene or Madison Cawthorn or countless other Republicans, they're like uh, the crazy little spawn that Donald Trump gave birth to right before he left town. But if you don't know who Lauren Boebert is, Well, you're about to find out in another installment of Fringe Watching. In less than a year, Lauren Boebert has made a name for herself as one of Congress's preeminent nutjobs. But before she could get to DC, she had to win over the voters of her conservative Colorado district. And props to her because she knew 
just how to do it. Republican Lauren Boebert pulled off a stunning upset by taking down five-term Congressman Scott Tipton. And her path to victory was straight out of the far-right playbook. In May, her restaurant refused to close down during the COVID-19 pandemic, even after a cease and desist order until her license was temporarily suspended. And we don't want to be restricted by these uh, arbitrary orders and placed by our governor who thinks that he's a king. Lauren Boebert is the third uh, candidate this cycle uh, that we've seen on the Republican side uh, who has spoken approvingly uh, of QAnon, this conspiracy theory, who actually emerged on top uh, in her primary. Honestly, um, everything that I've heard of Q, I, I hope that I hope that this is real because it only means America is getting stronger and better mm -hmm. and people are returning to conservative values. Yeah, that's right. QAnon is a return to conservative values. I mean, we all remember Ronald Reagan's famous speech in Berlin. Mr. Gorbachev, Tom Hanks, co-star of Bosom Buddies, drinks baby blood. Powerful stuff, man, powerful stuff. I remember that day. Now, to be fair to Bobert, that's what she was saying about QAnon before her Republican primary. Because you see, six days after she won her primary, she clarified that she is not a follower of QAnon and had been purposefully vague about it earlier. So she isn't necessarily insane, just willing to say anything to win the votes of insane people, which in a way is much worse. On the other hand though, there is a conspiracy theory that Bobert has fully embraced. And this she's embraced with all her heart. And that is that the 2020 election was stolen from Donald J. Trump. And on January 6th, she was busy riling up her fellow believers. One of Congress's newest faces is already facing calls for her resignation just a few days into her term. I have constituents outside this building right now. Less than a half hour before the Capitol came under siege. They know that this election is not right. One of the newest Republican House members, 34-year-old Lauren Boebert of Colorado, was on the House floor fanning the flames of the insurrection. I will not allow the people to be ignored. She spent the morning tweeting, today is 1776 and promising to fight with everything I have to ensure the fairness of the election. During the insurrection, she used her Twitter account to announce to the public and thereby any insurrectionist who might look that Speaker Pelosi had been removed from chambers. Okay, okay, okay. I know that sounds bad, but let's not jump to conclusions. Like maybe she wasn't trying to say, Nancy Pelosi is getting away, go get her. You know, maybe it was more like, oh great, Nancy Pelosi got away, you blew it, dipshits. After the riots, Bobert released a statement denouncing the violence. But I mean, she was the one telling everyone it was 1776, which only means one thing. I like, I'm not an expert in American history, but I'm pretty sure that the colonists didn't overthrow Britain with a change.org petition. Those dudes were killing each other in funny wigs. You know how violent you have to be to put on a funny wig and then stab somebody? That's next level violence. But Boba's true passion isn't QAnon or overthrowing the government or even casual Islamophobia. No, what really gets her going is the second amendment. And I know you're thinking, yeah, there's a lot of people who like guns. No, 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 no. I'm telling you now that Lauren Boebert, she makes all of them look like Gandhi. This is Lauren Boebert. She's a congresswoman from Colorado. She was at a, a hearing and she, her, her background on her Zoom is a whole bunch of guns. The Republican Congresswoman Lauren Boebert decided to copy one of her Republican colleagues and she posted a photo of herself with her children, you know, some of them rather young here,
holding what appear to be semi-automatic rifles in front of their Christmas tree. On the day she was sworn in, she released this flashy video. Declaring she'll be bringing her 9mm Glock to the halls of Congress and streets of D.C. It's our job in Congress to defend your rights, including your Second Amendment, and that's exactly what I'm here to do. Bobert has attracted national attention for a while. She owns Shooter's Grill in her hometown of Rifle, Colorado, a gun-themed restaurant where she encourages her employees to be armed. So I'm guessing you haven't had any sort of altercations or any attempted robberies or anything like that since the girls started packing heat? No, we have had no altercations like that, nothing physical, and no one has certainly tried to rob us, unless you count our salt shakers. Those get taken often. <laughs> That's right. Lauren Bobert owns a restaurant where all the waitresses are strapped which also makes it the only restaurant in America where nobody asks to split the check five ways. No, I'll just pay, thank you. And look, I don't know if I wanna eat at a restaurant where everybody's armed. I mean, it's a fun gimmick, but you realize the second someone drops a plate, that place is turning into a Tarantino movie. I mean, it's still a restaurant, so you can't have bare feet, but otherwise, it's a Tarantino movie. But clearly, this person has an unhealthy fixation with guns. Forget Congress, she's not qualified to serve as an interior decorator. You know what? This bed needs a pile of guns. And let's zhuzh up this bathroom with another pile of guns. And you know what? Instead of a kitchen, just guns. But that's Bobert. She's probably the first person ever to try and register an emotional support Glock. And it really makes me wonder why. Like, why is the Second Amendment the only amendment that politicians are obsessed with? I mean, like, obsessed with. Like, just once, I want to see a politician who's all about the Third Amendment. You know, just stomping through a campaign commercial like, send me to Washington and I'll make sure a soldier in peacetime is never cornered in your house. Use Airbnb and let me be. Bah. But look, I'm sure Bobert is as safe and careful as possible when she's hanging AR-15s on the Christmas tree, or at least she's more careful with that than she is with campaign finance laws. In August, news broke that Bobert did not disclose almost a half million dollars her husband made in the energy industry. Ethics and campaign finance laws require candidates and members of Congress to disclose how immediate family members make money so voters know about potential conflicts of interest. Now we have learned that Bobert paid rent and utility bills for her restaurant with campaign funds, which is very much in violation of federal campaign finance laws, the new filings of the Federal Election Commission show. And this is not the first time Bobert has misused campaign funds. In February, the Denver Post reported Bobert paid herself more than $22,000 in mileage reimbursements for her campaign account last year. To justify those reimbursements, Bobert would have had to drive, get this, 38,712 miles while campaigning, despite having no publicly advertised campaign events in March, April, July, and only one in May. After questions were raised, Bobert amended her filing, subtracting 7,000 miles from her claim. So she miscalculates it by 7,000 miles? The only other time that happens is after you make a wrong turn using Google Maps. Recalculating, new distance, 7,000 miles. You will arrive at your destination in the year 2183. Cause that's, that's a lot of shady campaign finance stuff after just one campaign, one. But I mean, I guess this is the swagger of someone who owns that many guns. I mean, the FEC probably had a Zoom meeting with her and then they saw her background. What were they gonna say? Hey man, what's a few thousand miles? Let's, let's just be cool. Let's be cool, lady. Yeah, lug me out, lug me out. So that's Lauren Bobert, law-breaking conspiracy theorist, gun enthusiast, and insurrectionist. In other words, if you see her get on an elevator, 
Maybe you should take the stairs. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week, I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Take The Dress. Most people remember it as an optical illusion that went viral, asking everyone on the planet, is this dress blue and black or white and gold? Turns out, that story was way bigger than just an optical illusion. It's a cautionary tale about the decline of clickbait sites, the rise of algorithms and internet polarization, and the end of fun on the internet. Seriously, and that's just one story. We're giving every character their 16th minute. So listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be, because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Deviadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. 